Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the live broadcast. My name is Ryan Treasure. You're tuned into voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. And we're coming to you live from the 2016 New Living Expo right here in beautiful San Mateo, California at the San Mateo Convention Center. You know, as we getting uh, through the day today, starting to notice uh, the, the aisles are filling up and the energy here is getting uh, uh, more pronounced as more people arrive. And it's really starting to be uh, a great event. The end of yesterday was really good as well and, you know, had a great day and a bunch of great interviews. Uh, today, we've interviewed Michael Bedar, uh, uh, Keith Murray, uh, and now we're going to talk to the folks from Keystone International, and I'm graced by the presence of Mr. Bruce Springer. Bruce, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. You know, kind of uh, the trend in the last couple of hours has really been um, about diets and dietary supplements and those types of things. So it's really nice to kind of shift a little bit of the gear here and move into uh, some information about meditation. Uh, we, we were using the word instant meditation before, but I think you said that it might be better off to use the term accelerated meditation. That's correct. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Keystone International and accelerated meditation? Um, we've been in business now for about 10 years, and um, we provide a, equipment that helps people get into a meditative state uh, in a matter of minutes um, without any, any um, how can I put it, uh, attention to the, to the detail. Um, we automatically tune into the frequency of our environment. For example, right now, the frequency around us is about 22 to 25 hertz. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I'm an audio guy. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. So... And, and we, without thinking Which about it. very low. Is that right? Very low. Oh, yeah. 22 hertz. 22 hertz very is very low. low. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. So we actually go, go a little lower from that. We'll start out at the 22 hertz level. And then using a combination of uh, eyewear and headgear, uh, we create a frequency environment around people that matches the, the current frequency that you experience here right now. And then once the brain is, has tuned into that, which is pretty easy because that's where the brain's at anyway to start with, right. we very slowly but surely go ahead and bring that external frequency down lower and lower and lower, first down to alpha, which is around 17 hertz. Okay. And like by the seashore, it's where you go when you daydream. And we go one step lower, which is down into meditation, also known as theta. Yeah, and so all of these frequencies are, uh, they're more of a, a feeling frequency because you're, those are inaudible frequencies to the ear. Anything like under 20 hertz, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so you're right. It's, it's something which uh, we, we can't sense, you know, externally, uh, except by the fact that you our brain is, is normally operating in that range. And anyway. you feel it. Yeah. It's a feeling. Yes. Right. Understood. Yeah, so uh, just just a quick recap. So we go from beta, which is wide awake, to alpha, which is by the seashore, down into theta, which is meditation. Going one step lower is delta, which is the same as sleep. Okay. That's, that's in the neighborhood of, of five, five hertz or less. Okay. But again, we can start a person out at the wide awake state, and in a matter of about five minutes, we can move the brain from the wide awake state all the way down into meditation. Wow. Yeah. And so it's almost um, like a level of consciousness that's just before you actually fall asleep, right? Because the, the meditation doesn't become as effective if the person falls asleep, correct? Correct. And, and in fact, we go through that meditative state twice a day, every day when we go to sleep and right. when we wake up. So have you ever been working with somebody and you got them so low they fell asleep? Yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> now, what happens is if we have too much adrenal adrenaline, and we're running, literally running on adrenaline, 
in, if we take people into that meditative state, one of the things we do is, is help flush out the excess adrenaline. Okay. And if, if they've been really running on adrenaline, taking that away, the body goes, holy cow, this is so great. You know, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to come back to the wide awake state. I'm just <laughs> right. going to stay down here. and, and they, Rest time. <laughs> exactly. They go into Delta and hang out for a while. And we've had a, a few of the people that, uh, that we've allowed to experience the, the instant meditation here and do just that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So one of the things that I notice about your product is you talk about the meditation. Um, traditional meditation kind of uh, is, is somewhat of a lengthy process, right? Uh, if you're not getting into the, uh, uh, you know, accelerated meditation, regular meditation, sitting there trying to get yourself into a state of meditation from, um, like you were saying, wide awake. And doing that on your own can take sometimes, uh, you know, uh, an hour, you know, for you to really sit down, meditate, get yourself into a space where you can really start to feel the, uh, the, the benefit benefits of the meditation. So how does this help out? And obviously I'm a busy guy. I still like to meditate, but um, I don't have an hour every day sometimes to sit and do the meditation. What is kind of a typical time range um, using your guys's product to get from, let's say, start of meditation to end of meditation and getting back into the day? Um, typically about 20 minutes. Okay. We have programs that run anywhere from 12 minutes up to as long as a half an hour. Okay. But the, the average around 20 minutes. Um, I personally use this about 2 o'clock every day, and that's where I recharge. Okay. My, that's my low point. So, again, do, using instant meditation, I'm, I'm back up to, to full speed. Yeah, good, that, to, good to midnight. That's usually my low point, too, like around 2 or 3 o'clock, and I call it, uh, I call it, I got the case of the 3 o'clocks. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah. Yeah, I got into this uh, kind of uh, through the back door. Actually, my background is high tech. Okay. Um, I come out of Silicon Valley, work for some major companies down there. But my, my wife had an injury, and um, although the, the bones healed okay, uh, she was left with chronic pain. I mean, really severe chronic pain. And, um, I mean, she was in a very depressed state and had gained weight and decided to go to a weight loss clinic to see if she couldn't deal with that. Right. And it just so happened that uh, they mentioned they might be able to help her with the pain. And uh, five weeks later, she was pain-free. Oh, that's amazing. And so uh, we spent the next couple of years doing nothing but research. She comes out of the high-tech industry also and uh, determined, and, and I should say, found all the science behind all this, how it really works, and how we could, we could be able to create something that, that everybody could enjoy just the same way that she did. Oh, that's really cool. So now is this um, like, an, so I'm a hardware guy, mm -hmm. right? And I'm also a technology guy. I'm not from Silicon Valley. I'm from Phoenix. And uh, I do a lot of work with uh, technology as it relates to digital distribution of content and things like that. So, you know, I'm always interested in, you know, how does the hardware meet the software? So in this case, you guys have hardware that meets the software of the human body, mm -hmm. right? Um, so give us a little look on, uh, I'm obviously we're on radio, so we can't really showcase the product. But, you know, what, what does the headgear, what does that what does it look like you know all, all of that stuff uh, and then of course give us a website after that so that way people can go take a look at it okay um, the the heart of the the um, uh, product is something that looks very much like an iPod okay and that's no accident um, <laughs> but it, it has two external ports then uh, one for eyewear and one for headphones okay now any any headphones are are, are will work with it um, I use my bows you know at home but as a kid it comes with with earbuds um, the eyewear then has uh, LEDs built into the eyewear, and it is pulsing at a specific frequency. Okay. And guess what? When we start out, it's in that about 22 hertz range. And in the headphones, in the background, if you listen carefully, you can hear a little beep, 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 beep. 
Some call it binaural beats, and in our case, it's isometric beats. Okay. And uh, but it's timed with uh, the pulsing LEDs on the on the uh, lights. Uh, so it's all kind of a, a a synchronous component between the audible and visual components to really work together for accelerated meditation. Exactly, and and it just so happens that the the optic pathway and the audit the auditory pathway are the two most convenient pathways to the brain. Is there one that's more effective than the other one as far as uh, meditation? I would I would think that the audible one would be more effective. Am I wrong? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, actually the optic nerve is, is by far the most predominant pathway to the brain. Okay. And so uh, the, the system will work either in a straight audible state or in a, in a straight visual state. But by far the, the, the predominant of the two is visual. And then obviously best to couple them both together to really get the full accelerated path. Yeah, and certain people or some people have a certain amount of light sensitivity. So yeah. we, we want to dial the, the light intensity back. And, but they can also adjust the, the pulse volume, so just bring up the audible pulse volume to, to compensate for the difference. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's a very, very flexible product in, in that regard. Yeah, it's about that size. He's pointing okay. right now yeah, to a, a radio, which, but this is actually, I'm a Warriors fan. Oh, and, yeah, and they played today. Yeah, they're playing right now. Yeah, they are. Beating the hell out of the, the Trailblazers. Oh, good. Which is a good thing. Good, Anyway, yeah. sorry, got off topic. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, you're in the Bay Area, and your team is going to go, you know, do it. Are you guys upset that Steph Curry's not in? Oh. <laughs> we can talk sports. I do that, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, I pity the poor guy having to sit in the, on the sidelines and, and just watch his teammates, but they're, they're performing like crazy right now. You think he'll be back uh, for the finals? It's doubtful. I know. And, you know, they're not going to push it for sure, which is a very good thing. Yeah, you guys yeah. have a really good team. And I thought it was, uh, you know, I know we're a little off subject here, but can't not talk about basketball. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big uh, Bulls fan from the early 90s. And so to see the, you know, the coach who had his own record broken by his own team for the total number of wins was really cool from yeah, a, really uh, as a fan perspective. Uh, because my team is the Phoenix Suns and they're terrible. <laughs> we won't hold that against you. No, no. As long as we're, I'm not a Lakers fan at all. And I know, I know the people that are in uh, Northern California in the Bay Area. You, uh, everybody that lives here is completely polar opposite of everybody in Southern California. I've started to notice, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think I like the mentality of the folks over in the Bay Area. Oh, good. <laughs> Absolutely. We're glad to hear that. Yeah, we, we consider this God's country. So <laughs> Awesome. Uh, I was talking to a gentleman yesterday, and he actually mentioned that, you know, there's some certain parts of California, like Mount Shasta, that are almost, um, they're, they're, they're physical, geological chakras to the United States. Uh, so it was really cool to kind of hear some, uh, you know, some of the science behind why some of the geological areas that are visited by people in California are the way that they are. Hmm. Um, Yosemite was one of those places. Uh, you know, he talked about, you know, how like Half Dome and some of the, uh, the the rock formations that are there are vessels of light. Uh, hmm. And so I thought it was very interesting. And I was like, hey, maybe this is the reason why there's a lot of people that live in California. They're drawn to, you know, certain chakras and energy, uh, kind of similar to the energy like Sedona has in Arizona. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, they go there and they, they feel like it rejuvenates and refreshes them. And so that same type of energy that's there also happens in only a couple of places in California, Mount Shasta and uh, Yosemite. Are you familiar with John Muir? Um, no, I'm not, but why don't you uh, enlighten me? Okay, he, he's the founder of the Sierra Club. Okay. And, and probably one of the, the first naturalists that, that, that identified um, some of the history behind the Sierras, how they were formed. Um, the guy, he called himself a, a, a vagabond. Uh, <laughs> he grabbed a loaf of bread and, and uh, a blanket and it had offered days out in the, in the countryside. But awesome. he, he's responsible for Yosemite being a national park. 
But, yeah, it uh, is one of the most beautiful national parks. I mean, I've been to uh, living in Arizona. Obviously, the Grand Canyon is a really cool place to visit. It's you know, uh, you know, one of the seven wonders of the world. But there's just something about Yosemite when you go there. Uh, you know, I've done a lot of hiking there. Um, they have these little mash tents that you can uh, that you can rent out for a few days to mm -hmm. sleep in, rather than you know go into the hotel. And experiencing Yosemite in that way is really really fun. Yeah, just We're watch out for the bears. <laughs> <laughs> that can be a bear. Um, where's your what's your favorite favorite hiking area in Yosemite? Um, I like to go down uh, towards the. I don't remember the name of the trail because it's been a while. There's a, a hotel that was like part of the Shining or something like that that's okay. down on the bottom. So uh, right off of there, there's um, a, 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 it goes through the valley and then cuts back up to where you can hike up toward the waterfall. And I don't remember what it's called, but that's my favorite. That's my favorite path. Oh yeah, that's that's very nice. My favorite one is going from uh, Glacier Point. They call it the Panorama Trail. Okay. And you can hike down the basically the southwest perimeter of the valley. Nice. Go past Nevada Falls, past Vernal Falls, and then back into the valley floor. I'm going to go check that out the next time my wife and I go. That sounds Absolutely like fun. Do. Yeah, yeah one of my favorite. I, I love to go hiking. My wife does too. It's one of the our ways that we just kind of, you know, a we like to mix in, you know, a little bit of uh, the exercise along with also uh, how I, what I feel is getting out and nature helps me to be a grounded human being because I live in a city, right? And so I kind of feel like if I don't get out and go experience nature at least once a week, um, then I'm doing myself a disservice by keeping myself locked away in a concrete jungle <laughs> especially in phoenix yeah hot concrete jungle oh hot i don't have a problem with really? yeah hot i do I'm, I'm from there so you know very used to 110 degrees and that so not really that big of a deal uh for the winter like the summertime like right now in phoenix it's beautiful it's like 82 it's about the same here okay. uh, it's about 81 degrees high during the day and 60 at night and it's absolutely gorgeous but then you know as the end of may approaches and we start getting into the plus hundreds then um, i'll be at the lake now that there you go. Yeah. Now I, I worked for Motorola in okay. Phoenix for a while. Awesome. And um, I never could get used to that. Heat. Doesn't Google own Motorola now? Uh, they bought the phone division. Yes. Okay. And then I, I think they they sold it again. Yeah, because I think there's a part of Motorola that they can't sell because it has to do with um, uh, they have a lot of government contracts for military um, devices and stuff. Right. The radios. Yeah. You know that yeah they they can't sell that. But the reason Google bought them was because Motorola has done a fantastic job of patenting a whole bunch of technology. Right. Yeah. And they, that's what Google won. Yeah. They've been a forefront in technology for that stuff for a long time. I remember like in I used to be like an only Motorola mobile device kind of guy for a long time just because okay. it was in my own backyard and you know in Phoenix and all that. Uh, and then I got my hands on a Samsung phone and then I haven't had a Motorola one since. <laughs> Do you remember the original Motorola brick? I do. Okay. Yeah. Or the original Motorola flip phone? I do. I remember the StarTech. Yeah. Yep. I remember those. Absolutely. Yeah, I paid $2,800 for that phone. For the brick? No, no. The StarTech. For the StarTech. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I work for Motorola. I still <laughs> had to pay that much money for it. Wow. That's amazing. That's, the, the strides technology's made since then is amazing. Which, by the way, and that, that's part of the reason why we're doing what we're doing with this instant meditation thing is because since both my wife and I come out of the high-tech industry, one of the things which, if, if you look at everything that technology has done, the one thing that it's done above everything else is increase the amount of information that's available to us. Oh, I mean, we are inundated. Exponentially. Yeah. Like, it's insane. And so what do you think that does to our stress level? I mean, of course it goes up. Right. And it keeps going up and keeps going up. Yeah, I have this... Uh, like love-hate relationship with technology and just because I like the fact that I have instant access
access to all sorts of things. But then technology really aggravates me when I'm walking down the street and not one human being is paying attention to life. They have their nose in their phone. They don't know what they're going. They stop and they're looking at their phone in the middle of a walkway or crossing the street and not paying attention. And, you know, so there's some cool parts about technology and some other ones that I think technology in some ways it connects us more, but it also in, it disconnects us more. Yeah, so our intention was to use technology against itself. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> right, for your product. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. We just took all of that, that you know, things, all those things that were out there that allow, or I should say, that we can turn against technology to help us be able to have right. a, you know, a nicer life. So, for example, for you, obviously, you have a high-stress situation. You know, take, take 12, 20 minutes, and you're back, your, your adrenaline levels are dropped, your cortisone levels are dropped. Uh, increases your serotonin and your endorphins. Are you guys doing um, demos in your booth over there? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and what's your booth number for the people so they can come check you guys out? Uh, we are in, in the West Pavilion. So okay, yep. Yeah, through those glass doors at the, at the far end of the hall, you know, opposite okay. the entrance. And uh, we, we have 10 stations set up there that, that people can experience. It takes them about 12 minutes, and the net effect is about the same as, as two hours of sleep. Oh, wow. I'm going to come over there during my lunch break and come see what you guys have going on. And then I'd like to take some photos with you guys, too, and um, put that out on our social media so people can okay. kind of get a visual of the product and kind of what you guys are doing. Are you okay with that? Absolutely. No, we appreciate that. Bruce, thank you so much for being on. We're about out of time here for this segment. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to jump back on with uh, uh, Robert Phoenix, who's in the booth next to us, do a little interview and find out uh, about what he's got going on. And uh, Bruce is uh, from Keystone International with... Uh, Accelerated Meditation. What's your guys' website so people can go check out the product? Thank you for asking that. It's TGI Science. So thank God it's science. TGIScience.com. All right. Bruce, TGIScience.com. Accelerated Meditation. Go check it out. Go uh, see our Facebook page, too, here in a little while, and we'll have some photos and some video from their booth showcasing their product as well. Uh, we're coming to you live from the 2016 New Living Expo. My name is Ryan Treasure. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back right after these messages. <laughs> 